Her mom had filed a protection order against the little girl's dad. He had threatened all of their lives and was acting crazy. A judge made a move out of the home they all shared, but he still let the father have supervised visits with the little girl. And only a few months later, his daughter ended up missing. But things were not as they appeared. Welcome or welcome back. I'm Cassie and this is A Wicked World. Hope you guys are doing great today. If you haven't noticed, I posted an update to one of the cases as a YouTube short. So I decided since some of you don't have Facebook or TikTok and that's where I was planning on putting my updates, I'm going to upload them here as shorts as well. So the story I have for you today is an unusual one. What happened to this little girl was so sudden and the person who did this to her does not look like the kind of person that you would think would do something so horrible. This is the story of Neilani Johnson. Neilani Johnson was born on September 15, 2017 to her mother, Gladys Duarte, and her father, Paul Johnson, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She was a sweet and happy baby who was a ball of energy and just so lovable. Neilani was affectionately nicknamed Moo by her family. Neilani's parents did not remain together very long after she was born, as it seems that Paul, her father, had some anger issues. In fact, Gladys, Neilani's mother, had filed for a protection from abuse order in regards to Paul Johnson on April 15th, 2019. So Gladys filed this paperwork and had Neilani listed on it as the protected person that this was supposed to be for. In obtaining the protection order, Gladys wrote about how Paul had been acting erratically. Some of the things that Gladys stated Paul had done were very concerning. First, he had tampered with Gladys' car, which ended up causing an accident. Paul had also ripped all the pictures off of Gladys' wall when he was forced to move out, as well as took every single item from the fridge and freezer and stole from her, including some of her shoes and an Xbox. Even worse than those things is what Paul did next. One time when he went to pick Gladys up from work, he pulled out a gun and put it to his head and threatened to kill himself. And this happened while Neilani was in the backseat of the car. Lastly, Gladys wrote how Paul had on numerous occasions threatened her life as well as Neilani's. Now the protection from abuse order, as I said, was filed on April 15th, and it was only a temporary one until it went to court. So this order of protection was only good for 15 days. Gladys was scheduled to appear in court on April 30th to finalize the protection order. However, she didn't show up. So the temporary protection from abuse order had expired at that point. However, after Gladys had filed the initial petition, a judge ordered Paul to get rid of all his weapons. The judge also granted Paul only supervised visits with Neilani going forward. So 21-year-old Paul Johnson resided in the Penn Hill area of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. During the summer of 2019, Paul began a romantic relationship with 25-year-old Sharina Nancy. Paul had actually met her on social media. Now, Sharina was married. She had gotten married the previous year in 2018 on Valentine's Day. 
Her husband was 22-year-old Rehan Udin, and the couple also had a daughter together. Now, Sharina and her husband and daughter had lived in Monroeville, Pennsylvania. That was until Sharina's husband got deported back to Bangladesh, India. So Sharina's daughter and husband were living over in India, and from time to time, she would send them money so they could pay for the bills. But apparently, she was back here just doing her thing, dating whoever she wanted, and I'm assuming her husband had no idea, but... Now, the money that Sharina would send to her family was money that she had earned working as a rideshare driver for Uber and Lyft. So on August 30th, 2019, Paul picked up Nilani from her mother's house so that he could have his visitation time with his daughter. But sadly, this was the last time that Gladys would see her little girl alive. The following day, on August 31st, around 5 p.m., Paul, Neilani, and Neilani's uncle, Justin Rouse, were in a car together, and that car was being driven by Sharina. So at some point during the ride, Paul and Sharina got in a heated argument over money issues. Weird thing to be arguing about since they had just started dating, but all right. Fuming from the argument, Paul told Sharina to pull the car over because him and Neilani were going to walk back home. So when they got to the intersection of Bryant Street and Clay Drive in Pittsburgh, Sharina did just this. But as Paul got out of the black Toyota Yaris and he turned to get Neilani out of her car seat, suddenly Sharina took off with the little girl still in the car. Paul had no idea what had just happened. In a state of panic, he tried to call Sharina over and over again, but she wouldn't pick up. So instead, he called 911. He reported his daughter as missing and told police that she had been taken by Sharina Nancy in a black Toyota Yaris, which bore Lyft as well as Uber stickers on the front passenger side of the vehicle. Now, the police took the report of the missing little girl, but for some reason, it took hours to get the Amber Alert out to the public. Once the Amber Alert did go out there, it quickly brought in responses from people who had seen Sharina's car. She was also captured on surveillance camera at a Sheets gas station in Murrayville around 5.30 p.m. From the service plaza, according to witnesses, Sharina then traveled east on Route 22. About an hour after the abduction, a witness saw Sharina's car in the Indiana County town of Blairsville near the Chestnut Ridge Resort and Conference Center. And then, just a little bit before 7.30 that evening, an officer spotted Sharina's car and was able to pull her over. And there was Sharina sitting behind the wheel, but Neilani was nowhere to be seen. They kept asking her where the little girl was, but she acted like she had no idea what they were talking about and refused to give any information. With the clock ticking during a desperate search to find two-year-old Neilani Johnson. Put the window down! This brand new video shows the moments a Penn Hills police officer pulled over the woman accused of the 2019 kidnapping of Neilani in Penn Hills. What's your name? My name is Sharina. Get out. Investigators allege at the time of this traffic stop. Okay, step out. Two and a half hours had passed since 27-year-old Sharina Nancy kidnapped Nalani before driving her to an Indiana County Park off Route 22, leaving the baby girl all alone in the woods, still strapped in her car seat. You better tell me right now where that baby's at. I drive her Uber. Where's the baby at? What? Which baby? Officer, you're making a mis- like, it's a misunderstanding, I think. 
Police allege Nancy, a Penn Hills woman married to a man in India, became romantically involved with Nalani Johnson's father. The day of the kidnapping, got into a fight with him, kicked him out of her car, and then drove off with his baby. Officer, I need to work. Hey, I have a baby. I have my own baby and I need to send money in the country. Officer, it's a misunderstanding. Get Why in are there. you arresting me, officer? Six minutes into the body cam video. Don't talk anymore, okay? You have the right to remain silent. Okay? But officer, it's not me. I just need to know where that baby is. Then the nine-minute body cam video ends got a Miranda form, George. with officers about to issue her Miranda rights. Uh, right here. Here, Sharina Nancy's defense team wants that video suppressed from evidence, saying police never read her Miranda rights. Prosecutors say the video is admissible because they were trying to track down a missing toddler whose life was in danger. Pittsburgh's Action News 4 was told the judge has not decided yet whether to suppress the body cam video from evidence in the pretrial motion. Sharina was taken into custody on suspicion of kidnapping. And since she wasn't giving any useful information to the police, police were now asking the public to keep an eye out for Nailani's car seat, since her car seat was also missing from Sharina's car. Nailani's child car seat was described as a black and gray even flow Maestro Sport Harness Booster Seat. Sharina Nancy was then charged with kidnapping, interference with the custody of a child, and concealments as to the whereabouts of a child. She was booked into the Algany County Jail. When the investigators began questioning Sharina, she told them that this was all Paul's doing. In fact, she claimed that Paul had asked her to drive 20 minutes away to a gas station in Monroeville along Route 22. She said that Paul had sold the little girl to an unnamed individual for $10,000. She was just doing the transfer of Nailani. Paul was the one who was the bad guy. Sharina told police that once she had arrived at the set meeting spot... She was flagged down by a woman in a silver SUV, and this SUV had an out-of-state license plate on it. She also said that the name of the state on the license plate had been written in cursive, but she couldn't remember which state it was. Sharina told investigators that the SUV was parked on the berm of the road with its hazard lights on. A black female was standing outside of the SUV, and she said a second woman was sitting inside. So, she gave up Nailani and Nailani's car seat to these two mysterious women and drove toward the nearby town of Blairsville. However, police found no evidence of the SUV that she was talking about. And Paul's family, the Johnson family, as well as law enforcement officials, heavily disputed this version of events. So after this encounter, Sharina then says that she drove back towards Penn County. And at that time, she smoked a cigarette and called her husband. According to Sharina's husband, Rehan, Sharina had been driving for either Uber or Lyft that night. Though, both Uber and Lyft came out and made statements and said that she had not accepted any rides, so therefore was not working on either one of their platforms that night. So Sharina's husband said that he had spoken with her around 7 p.m., just as she was finishing up her rideshare shift, is what she told him. But at no time during the call did Sharina mention anything about transporting a child anywhere. So Sharina and her husband had a video call, and Rehan says that she took the cell phone and put it up on the dashboard in the middle of their call, so he was able to see the entire car. 
He says there was no child and no car seat to be seen. After a little while, however, he said the video cut out and it went to audio only, like she had taken it off. But he was still able to hear everything on the other end. Rehan says at that point he heard some type of altercation on his wife's end of the phone. What he actually heard was police arresting Sharina. She told her husband that police had a gun pointed at her and were asking her to get out of the vehicle. And I believe that ended the call. Police had figured out that Sharina traveled near the Chestnut Ridge Resort that Saturday evening that she had abducted Nailani. Now, police knew that there was a park with lots of wooded areas nearby, so they made the decision to search that area. So on September 3rd, 2019, there was a very large police presence at Pine Ridge Park in Blairsville, Pennsylvania. Police had actually sectioned off a large area of the park, including a wooded area. And by now, the FBI had also gotten involved in Neilani's kidnapping, and they were checking every vehicle that was going in and out of the park that day. Searchers used dogs, drones, and helicopters to aid in the search for Neilani. And then they found what they had been looking for. It was Neilani. Her lifeless little body was still wearing the same clothes that she had been wearing on the day of her abduction, and she was still strapped into her car seat. Police called the coroner to the scene, and it was noted that Neilani's body had no visible injuries. Shortly after Neilani was discovered, complete strangers showed up to lay flowers and created a makeshift memorial for the little girl. On October 23, 2019, an autopsy of the little girl's body was done to determine her cause of death. Once it was complete, the Indiana County Coroner's Office ruled her death a homicide and said that it was consistent with suffocation. The coroner also said that Neilani had been deceased by the time she was left at the park. Two days later, on October 25th, additional charges were filed against Sharina. She was then charged with homicide as well as abuse of a corpse. On April 1st, 2022, just weeks before Sharina's trial was set to start, she took a plea deal. And as part of the plea agreement, prosecutors removed the charges of interference with the custody of a child, concealment of a child, and abuse of a corpse. Sharina pled guilty to third-degree murder as well as kidnapping. She was sentenced to 15 to 30 years in jail. Yeah, that's it. Just 15 to 30. She also received credit for the two and a half years that she had already spent behind bars. So, it looks like she could be out in about 12 years from now? At the earliest? Good. She'll still be young enough to go and do something horrible like this again. More than 20 of Neilani's family members and other supporters were in court for the plea, many weeping as prosecutors reviewed the facts of the case, and none of them could understand how Sharina, as a mother herself, could have done this, and for what reason. Neilani's family, along with other concerned parents and community members, band together to support the passing of House Bill 509, or the Neilani Johnson Rule. The goal of this bill is to change the Amber Alert system in Pennsylvania so that this sort of tragedy does not happen again. It would amend the Amber Alert law and require that the missing endangered person advisory system to be activated immediately when a child is reported as missing by a parent or family member. 
Police said that the Amber Alert in Neilani's case had not been sent out for hours afterwards because of the strict guidelines that police had to follow. On September 7, 2019, the visitation and funeral services for Neilani Johnson were held at Mount Ararat Baptist Church. And on both September 16, 2020 and 2021, family and friends gathered together for birthday celebrations for what would have been Neilani's third and fourth birthdays. They had cake, ice cream, balloons, and there were many people who wore shirts, all with Neilani's picture on them. During the celebration on what would have been Neilani's fourth birthday, her grandmother, Taja Walsh, said about her, Neilani was a rambunctious, very headstrong little girl, and she loved on everybody. She was just an awesome, awesome little girl. We miss her something terrible. Although she is not here in body, I know she is here in spirit. We try to keep the memories that we have of her alive and going. The group then sang happy birthday before releasing balloons into the sky in honor of Neilani. for listening to all of Neilani's story today. What happened to this little girl was just heartbreaking. And why did Sharina do it? Just to get back at Paul for a little fight? That sounds like the most petty thing that I've ever heard of, but I can think of no other motive. And had the Amber Alert gone out sooner, maybe sweet little adorable Neilani would still be alive. Hopefully that system gets amended soon. But it does not look like the bill has yet been passed that Neilani's family members were pushing for. So, if you do like true crime and you want to hear it from me, then don't forget to hit that subscribe button below. And turn on your notifications too, so you'll know when I post a new video, which is two to three times every week. Thanks for watching A Wicked World. Until next time, take care guys. Bye. Thank you for being patrons of A Wicked World. Adina, Amy, Angela, Angie, Catherine, Danielle, Kara, Lindsay, Mel, Neoma, and Tammy. You guys rock. Now, there's even more of a wicked world on Patreon. You'll have access to exclusive videos each month and more. Any support truly helps to make sure the victims never get forgotten and to highlight the shortcomings of society associated with each case. So check it out at patreon.com slash a wicked world or use the Patreon app.